your hands together. Put 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 your hands together. What's up, everybody? Thanks for coming out to the UCB. Put your hands together. Please sit up and stop those to please put your hands together for your hosts. Nice slide. <laughs> All right. I actually have like a ton extra. I know you've got so much extra. I have literally need none. some. I can I I can probably patch I it. I have in. like so much right here. I can patch it. I can patch it. There we go. I got it. <sighs> okay. Hey, that's Rhea Butcher. <laughs> Just doing some repairs. That's Cameron Esposito. Yeah. Bigger applause for you. I am more famous. Yeah, you are. It's true. It's true. Rhea, how was your day? <laughs> My day was less famous than yours. <laughs> I mean, you know what's funny? It's true. I just thought that but would be funny. It is I, funny. Yeah, Because okay. it's true. I think there's a... A sink going on, but does yeah. also sound like somebody's hissing. Yeah. Which, like no. the snake on the back of your jacket. Yeah, exactly. What a parcel mouth. I'm still listening to the Harry Potter audiobooks. I'm now on book five. I can't listen to them after 3 p.m. <laughs> Too scary. Too scary. And that's when you switch to Grey's Anatomy. I'm listening to Grey's Anatomy and I'm watching it backwards, uh -huh. which is really fun because yeah. the characters that you love come back to life. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty funny. That's a plane going back into the sky. Yeah, and that yeah, is a spoiler up. from several seasons ago. <laughs> it's also, I mean, lots of credit to you for actually rewinding it, physically tracking through. And yeah, that's how I'm watching it. I'm watching Grizzly. Well, I mean, you just said backwards. the plane went back yes. into the sky. so Exactly. They're always like, they're like, put the heart back in. <laughs> what surgery do I think they're doing where they take a heart out? Take the heart out. We've found the problem. It's the heart. <laughs> beep, boop, beep, boop, doctor show. Do you know what is, like, honestly so stressful when you watch Grey's Anatomy and you're me? Um, the score. No, uh, no. Uh, thinking about the props department oh. that has to do fucking continuity. Yeah. For a bunch be a of nightmare. bloody garbage. <laughs> Like literally bloody garbage. Yes, they're like, where was how much waste? Where was the liver? Where was the liver? Can Scripty come in? Anyway, sorry, yeah. this is it doesn't sure, matter. Sure, yeah, very inside baseball. Yes. <laughs> um, you were asking how my day was. I got a flat tire. I know. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, it was so silly, but I mean, I don't know. That... But you were parked and you realized you got a flat. Tire. Yeah, I was parked and I was like, that tire. It's real flat, which is weird when it's I... supposed to be round. <laughs> and that's when you realize tires were round? I was like, oh, oh, shit. Hmm. I think the um, earth might be round. No, because I got... <laughs> because tires. at that moment you saw the earth? Yeah, the yeah, full, yeah. The fullness of the earth? <laughs> yeah, of course. I saw the horizon bend like, and I was I like, yeah, it. they're right. Um... <laughs> 
I need to stop listening to professional athletes who just say things for fun. <laughs> I should stop listening to them. Not the but women the ones, The professional though. athletes anyway. who say things for political reasons, <laughs> yeah. we should listen to them more. Sure, yes. <laughs> it's only if, if they're the politics right. are only good. Only if they're right. <laughs> only if they're right. Wiz is getting very swampy. Which means left. <laughs> yeah. Um... Oh yeah, no, because I got a text that you got a flat tire, and I I did imagined like a like a more like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was just like a pizza. I was driving on a, like an actual flat tire. Like <laughs> I'm sorry to break it. Do to you, you mean but a pizza slice? You've gotten an actual a- flat tire. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> no, I no. That's <laughs> thank you for asking this follow. I didn't think your tire had collapsed. Into a flat plate. Into a two-dimensional object. Yeah. I'm really glad you asked. But that's not what I thought happened. What happened to my tire? It's flat. No, I just thought, because you're such a race car driver as it is. Excuse me? Well, because you got one of these. Uh-oh. What's that called? Stick shift. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I knew you'd be able to handle it if the if all the tires blew out, you would just safely coast into the grass. <laughs> yeah, I would <laughs> safely coast into the grass or onto railroad tracks. <laughs> <laughs> and then, Doc, set it up. Yeah. I'm gonna go to the future. Back to the future. <laughs> 1885. The red line's about to blow. Okay. <laughs> We're very down we're the path, but I know what I mean. We know what we're talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. So I got a flat tire. About. I had to deal with that. The guy... Ever have an interaction with somebody in a sales retail yes. position? Yes. And whatever you're going to say, yes. Where you're coming in with some energy, but you're not trying to be a dick, but you also are like, yeah, my, my tire is actively losing air, so what's the deal? Like, what can you do... What's happening? Is it the heart? Do you need to take the yes, heart out? Yeah, do you need out? to take the heart of my car out? <laughs> and he, he just didn't know. He, You interact with somebody that's like, oh, you interact with people who are pissed and think you're terrible every single day. Yes. Because they're like, I can't get it to you right now. And you're like, that's, I said what the problem was. I, I don't wanted to wait. it immediately. I wanted to wait. And he was like, well, you're going to have to leave it till seven and then you have to come get it. And I was like, okay, so wait, so it'll be ready at seven and I can come pick it up. And he was like, well, I can't guarantee that. And I was like, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. So you need it until seven and I cannot keep it here overnight. And he was like, well, I got to have it till seven. Yes, we've established that, that you need it till seven. Do I then, can I leave it here overnight? He's like, well, I mean, I guess we could leave it here overnight if we need to arrange that. I was like, motherfucker, it! Tell me what you need! Yes, I've had this interaction. And then I left. He was like, I'm not sure. We'll check it out today. I'll call you with what it needs. I was like, sounds good, because I had to go do a work thing. And so I left, and I was standing outside waiting for a lift, and he comes walking out, and I was like, oh, no, what additional information is he going to give me? And he was like, I just, uh, I checked with my manager, and uh, you're going to have to leave it here overnight. And I was like, ah. okay, thank you for your service. So, so is that, the cars are overnight. Cars are overnight. We made an arrangement. Mm. <laughs> How, was that arrangement that um, never mind. 
make a really weird joke. Do it. Oh, I don't even know. Is that arrangement that the hurt needed to be removed? No. No, it was going to. No, never (laughs) mind. What was it? No, No, it was based on that movie with Demi Moore from the 80s. (laughs) I believe it was the 90s. dollars for one night with your wife. But then I realized technically. Anyway, um, so I decided to scrap that. Yeah, Robert Redford. Because I thought I was worth more than a million. Who's Um, she married to in that movie? Yes, Thank it's Woody you. Harrelson. Weird. It is weird. <laughs> Rhea, I, uh, I'm so sorry to... Uh, first of all, I'm so glad I'm like still funny, but I'm so sorry yeah, yeah, to be up here with you tonight um, during this portion and half. I, well, I was, sh- I, was, I was making television today. Uh-huh, yeah. See? More famous. <laughs> I have a little part... On a show that I'm very excited about. Yeah. I think people will be very people excited about it. People will be very excited about um, it. I agree. But uh, sometimes when you are not in a very important person in the show, and sometimes even if you are, you are in the very first scene of the day and the very last scene of the day. <laughs> and in the middle, you are alone for eight hours in a room (laughs) that you can't leave. And I understand that some people, that's a lot longer portion of their life, but just the eight hours today, I don't feel okay. You know? Right. I swear, I finally, after seven and a half hours, I just walked out and said to somebody, I need a snack! (laughs) You turned into a kindergartner? I need a snack! Because I'm laying down on... Because I put my shoes in my cubby and I need a snack. I'm in there taking paints and putting them on my fingers and making a turkey. Speaking of... uh, Begged an adult for a snack. Yeah, turkey hands. I was in a pizza place recently that had, like, turkey hands on the wall. Uh Uh-huh. It was a pizza place, but it was also in a gas station. Not the greatest idea. (laughs) I was like, I'm very hungry. This is right here. I'm going for it. And I was like inspecting the wall. Clearly, customers had come in and put their turkey hands on the wall in like a family. And there was like a family of them. So it was like all like Dakota. Was it in sauce? No, it was in crayons or whatever. That makes no sense. Sorry. I know it doesn't make any sense. And then just like this one right up here. It was like mom, dad. And then it said Trump like right up here. (laughs) I was like. And then I was like, you know what? It's going to be fine. The guy at the counter treated me very kindly. I'm very gay looking, so everything's going to be all right. Which parts? What parts are gay? Hat, yeah. face, jacket, whole shirt, thing. Whole pants. Thing. Whole thing. Body, voice, eyes, teeth. The sex that you have. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> then moments after that, well, a guy came in with a over-gallon-sized zip bag of flip phones. What? And just gave one to this other customer who was asking me if I was Italian. <laughs> I've literally never been asked that before in my life. David Lynch was like, do you like this scenario that I've set up for you? It's a Pretty weird, right? Mulholland Highway. Um, so that guy came in with the flip phones, and I was like, "Where do you? Nope, 
I don't want to know. And then another dude came in. Obviously, somebody came in with a with a cane that he had stuck a bunch of ornaments to, and it made jingly janglies. And he tried to go back and like touch the pizza in the oven. And the guy at the counter was like, "Don't!" And he was like, "Why?" And he was like, "Health code!" And like looked at me like. What performing. state were you in? Do you know? California. Can you remember? Okay. But then the, the kicker, this the one that sealed the deal is this dude comes in and leans up against the wall with all the turkeys on it and the Trump turkey and he leans like this waiting to talk to all these other dudes and I look over and he's wearing a McCain Palin shirt. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, I'll have that to go. Right. Now. Right. <laughs> Now, let me ask you this question. <laughs> yeah. How was the pizza? It was not bad. That wasn't the worst weird. pizza That's I've ever had. That's I've just... had worse pizza, for sure. I mean, the dude came out and was like, you're going to kill me, but I have no banana peppers. And I was like, honestly, I should kill you for that. <laughs> In my head. I didn't Wait, say that to a I also want to ask you a follow-up yeah, question. Please. Are you telling me that you walked into a gas station pizza restaurant? Yeah. And you were like... And I'll also, can you add banana peppers? <laughs> What's the problem here? <laughs> Is that I got too fancy in the guest? No, no, no. What, you're, what I didn't set up Where properly. Where did those veggies just, come from? Number sure. One. Well, here's the thing. There was a gas station and next to it was the pizza place. Was there a pass-through between the pizza place and the gas station? Absolutely. Same lot? Same lot. Could you have... Taken one of the gas boys? What are they called? It wouldn't reach. Pump? And filled up the pizza restaurant? I mean, if I needed to. I, but I, I probably would have I had to. I think of some reasons you might need I to. I would have had to arc it. I okay. <laughs> or get one of those ones where it doesn't matter. I was going to. What? Well, I was trying to make a joke about how you and I would need an attachment to pee standing up, but I forgot sure. what those are called. <laughs> a go Daddy? <laughs> how it should be how is that not what that's called I don't know fuck you Danica Patrick <laughs> I also like I hesitate to do this but a dude over here goes strap on that's not what that's for no it's, it's not, not it actually pee. doesn't pee you can't. it doesn't pee at all you can't there's no hole in you it you can't and if, if there it, is, if it that's does, a problem. Well, also, you should it, return that. If it pees, that's you. You're doing yeah, it. Yeah, you're peeing. And it's probably going to go like okay. this. And that's okay. Yeah, it's not even a big it's deal. It's not going to go like this. You just, I hope everybody knows that's what was going to happen. <laughs> what if people are going to, like, sex shops and spending $200 to pee standing up? Because <laughs> they think it's like, all different down sizes the end, and colors down and the stuff. End, drip down the end. <laughs> I mean, I will say, if you were using a strap-on and then you peed, that would be a good way to get your urine all the way inside somebody else's. <laughs> Why would you want to do that? Somebody else's. <laughs> I, well, I was going to say vagina, but then I realized you could really be fucking them anywhere. <laughs> but I like that you said somebody else's, as though you've already gotten enough pee in yours. <laughs> I've already filled up all of mine with my pee. How do I fill up someone else's? Let's go to the pleasure chest, shall we? They're open. It's 24 hours. I actually, I actually recently did two planks. 
and I'm really very sore. <laughs> for those of you that didn't hear what she said, she did two planks recently. For how long each? One whole minute. Wow, congrats. I was in this room for eight hours today. <laughs> I just started planking at a certain point. Yeah, sure. That was after I did wall push-ups. <laughs> I don't even know if those are real. <laughs> I was just imagining I was being shot from the side. <laughs> You gotta really try on one of those. Uh, so yeah. Well, anyway. McCain Palin. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. To wrap up, McCain Palin. <laughs> yeah. Very sad that anyone feels empowered to put that back on. How many of the shirts have to be dirty sad. before you grab that one? I think for that person, zero. <laughs> I think that's his going out shirt. <laughs> She was a good woman, probably. Oh no. That, I'm playing a character. No, I. I t- <laughs> you thought maybe I thought, oh, Rhea's voice. I thought. Rhea's got something in their You know throat. what? I'll admit it. Sarah Palin, good woman. <laughs> now that's on audio. Somebody can just clip that out when I run for president right now. Are you running? Yeah. Did you declare? I mean, everybody else's. Well, at least one-eighth of the audience thinks it's a good yeah. idea. Great. At the show of people that came to see you, so That's how could this go badly? I feel like I got a great shot with yeah. the people who like me, kinda. And also, I happen to know a little bit about your finances, and between these, this eighth of this particular audience that came to see you, plus the money that we've got in the bank... <laughs> We are, you should not run for president. <laughs> a strap on in every pot. <laughs> Go, daddy. Well, <laughs> seriously, how seriously, is that not, not what that's Go called? Daddy. God damn it. Uh, it's really it's too tough. bad we can't call it that. <laughs> it's tough. Okay. We can't just make those and call them Go Daddies. Could we, though? Because it's not the same kind of a product. It's not. The I feel like they've probably gone ahead and patented that universally <laughs> in mommy. all areas. What I like is what I like about our audiences is that different people yell different things. <laughs> and, and they're taking this very seriously. Yeah, they weren't all helpful, but they weren't all unhelpful. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah. Maria, would you like to uh so I I wanted to, I want to ask you all a favor uh because I haven't been home since 7. Uh, AM, I asked Rhea if they would host the rest of the show after we opened the show so I could go home and take our wonderful dog out and lay my head on a pillow. So do you promise to be the best ever audience for Rhea Butcher for the rest of the night? Do you promise? <laughs> Even if you weren't supporting Rhea as president, I believe we can all agree Rhea is the best host for the job. <laughs> For tonight, of hosting this show tonight, and this show tonight, currently now. Um, so, anyway, uh, thank you so much for coming. I will see you very soon. You should uh, bring up this comic. And I'm going to bring up the first comic. Uh, friend of the show, always love when they stop by. Let's hear it right now. Keep it going for Andrew Slater. Give it up. <laughs> Andrew. 
Cameron Rhea, everybody. Yeah, yeah. I uh, pee standing up. I can do that. And it's overrated. It sucks. It's the worst. I'd much rather sit down 100% of the time. So, now we have that out of the way. I am uh, married. Any married people here tonight? And we got a couple. Made it out on a Tuesday night. Congrats. Me and my wife met right before the dating app revolution. We never, got, we never got a chance to use any of those fancy Bumble, any of those dating apps, you know? But it, we're jealous. We're jealous of our single friends. It looks like a lot of fun. From afar, it looks like a good time. I was, we have to use the married version of those apps. It's called Zillow. Is anybody else on? <laughs> Woo! Oh, my God. Anyway, oh, there are so many homes on Zillow. <laughs> In different area codes. Oh, we love it. Can't get enough of that Zillow, man. We don't. We can't even afford a house. I don't know why we're. On. We look at. We're. We're totally misrepresenting ourselves. We're basically catfishing real estate agents at this point. We're gonna show up one day. It's like, hey, you said you were a 780. Surprise, 520. <laughs> you fell in love with a 520. Can't you just loan to me for me? Is that Probably can't afford a house because I watch too much TV. I love TV. I love those shows. We have to watch them every week, you know? Season one, episode one, got to go straight through. You can't mess around. And if you ever watch a show like that, they always start at the same. All those shows, we have to watch them in order. At the beginning, they go, previously on. And then there's 60 seconds of things that have happened before on the show to catch you up on that week's episode. And that's my favorite part. I love the previously on because one, you can kind of guess what's going to happen that week by what they choose to reveal to you in the previously on, right? Yeah. Two, I get sleepy at night, I'm married, and I usually don't make it through and I need the previously on to know what's going on. And three, I wish I had that in my real life. Right? How fantastic would that be? As if every morning I woke up, it was like previously on Andrew. And then... It was 60 seconds of things that have happened to me before to give me some clues as to what's going to happen in my day. So if it was like previously on Andrew, it's like me signing up for a free trial of Amazon Prime. It's like, oh, wow. I bet he's going to get charged for that today. What a twist on Andrew. <laughs> this show's crazy. But then sometimes I drink a little too much. That's not good. You black out, right? When you black out, that's like deleting too many episodes off your mental DVR, and now you're previously on, doesn't make any dang sense in the morning. You're like, whoa, 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 hold the phone. When did I buy a canoe? I do not remember this one. Season 34 is crazy. Watch, watch the news a little bit, you know? Try to stay away from the news, pretty depressing. Sometimes you see some crazy, like I saw this, this is the craziest story of 2018 to me, is that now, if you want a gun, you can print one out, like on a 3D printer. You can print out your own gun. I don't know how you guys feel about guns, but that's a bad idea, okay? <laughs> we should not be combining the lethality of firearms with the frustration of printers. That's a bad combination. <laughs> I've never wanted to murder a person more than when dealing with a printer. Are you kidding me? There should be a year-long waiting period after changing an ink cartridge. <laughs> The only thing that would be worse is if they sold guns like at Ikea, that'd be worse. <laughs> if you had to put together your own gun, it's like, where did the, oh my God, if I ever get this Fliegengorgen and this Schmiegendorf, everybody's gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I am a comedian for my job. The worst part is that, you know, you hear this a lot, the traveling, that's true. And I think the main thing that's happened to me now, flying so much, is that I've become very casual about going to the airport. I'm getting later and later for my flights. And for instance, too casual, because the other day, my wife dropped me off at LAX. It's like 45 minutes from my house, you know. And I go to get my stuff in the trunk, and I realized I'd forgotten my luggage. Straight up, brought, see, like I was going out for coffee or something, brought nothing with me, t- no bags at all. Not, and so now it's too late to go home, right? So now I have to walk in to LAX with no, that's not a suspicious look at all. Just like, hey, uh, <laughs> nope, not running away from a horrible crime I just committed. One ticket anywhere, please. Thank you. <laughs> And you got to go through, it's a very naked, and I'm going to Indiana for a week, right? With nothing. I got nothing. So I get dropped into Indiana like I'm Jason Bourne or something. <laughs> just got to survive. I got to use my skills, right? Which is basically just go to Walmart and buy a bunch of crap. And that's what I do. First thing I go to Walmart, you know, and what do you got? I got to get shoes, socks. Not shoes. I had shoes on. But socks, underwear, toothpaste. You know, clothes, hoodie, everything. I was like sponsored by Walmart. <laughs> it was horrible. And then, so that's all weird enough, right? But nothing was as weird as the return trip when I'm walking through the airport with two Walmart plastic sacks filled with dirty socks and underwear. That gets you a lot of looks. You might as well be pushing a shopping cart full of cans at that point. I had to go through TSA with my Walmart plastic sack. I was like, is this necessary? Really? They're see-through. Do you have to put it through the machine? <laughs> and go through it and make it through, you know? And it's my embarrassment. So my wife, I was so embarrassed. Everybody was looking at me, and I was so embarrassed. I called her. I was like, oh, this is, this is horrible. I'm humiliated. And she goes, well, did you tie the sack shut? <laughs> oh, yeah, that would have classed it up. I should have tied... <laughs> my Walmart plastic sack shut. I think that was in GQ, that every man in 2019 should tie his sack shut at the airport. <laughs> no, I didn't tie my sack shut. I wanted easy access to my magazine. <laughs> but I make it. I make it through. It's almost over and sitting there waiting for my flight. Now, like I said, I'm a humble stand-up comedian. I don't make a lot of money doing this, but I fly so much that every once in a while, they'll bump me up to first class, right? Yeah, and I'll be damned <laughs> If I didn't get bumped up to first class on my Walmart plastic sacks flight, you've never seen more bewildered faces in your life. When they call first class and my hobo ass gets up, people thought they were gonna see a police incident. They're like, oh, watch this guy. I was like, I felt like pretty woman. I was like, oh yeah, remember me? <laughs> Big mistake. Huge. But they waved me through, you know, the flight attendant sees me. She's very confused. But before she can say anything, I go, please, hang these with the other coats, and um, yes, I would like some champagne. No, I don't need a glass. Just fill up this Burger King cup, and I think we'll be good. (laughs) All right, that's it for me. Thank you very much, everybody. Enjoy the rest of the show. Everybody thinks I'm poor everywhere. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> I went into like an ice cream place once and like, I don't give a shit. But also I was like, can I get a date shake, please? And the woman working was like, sure, you want whipped cream on that? And I was like, what the fuck? You only live once, right? Hell yeah. Pour it on. And then she goes, fuck, we ran out. And I was like, why do you think you can just say fuck? We ran out to me. Also, you can. I don't care. 
This isn't funny. Anyway, I opened a set the other day with, man, peeing. <laughs> and I was trying to remember what I said after that. But, like, there's just nothing you can really top after just walking out on stage and being like, man, peeing. And then everybody's just thinking about peeing. Man. Peeing. We all do it. We don't want to do it. The other night I was asleep. I was like, you got to pee. I was like, it's not that bad. You already peed before you went to bed. Like, I peed before I w- went to bed, and then I was in bed, and I was like, oh, I gotta pee. But you already peed before you went to bed. Like, I had this full conversation with myself. <laughs> Laying in bed. Feet from my bathroom. <laughs> and I woke up again, and I was like, I think you need to pee. <laughs> and I'm like a 100% sober person. I use no nothings. This is just me straight up, straight talking to my brain. There's no nothing. No buffer, no glass, no nothing. We are looking right into each other's eyeballs. Me and my brain are face-to-face, full eye contact, not break. It's like heat. It's like Al Pacino and the other guy, (laughs) Robert De Niro. (laughs) Almost said Ted Leota. That's not a person. (laughs) You know, famed gangster actor Ted Leota? He used Shantrix to quit smoking. Anyway... Shantrix! He totally smoked after he shot that commercial. <laughs> so, like, uh, I think I think you should maybe get up and pee. I got up. I had the longest pee of my entire life. And I was like, why were you trying to convince, like, no! We don't need to pee! Like, my body was like, excuse me, if we could just, you've been doing this your whole life. If we could just do this thing it would be much better and this thing you want to do which you keep trying to do and then I keep saying you can't you could just do and I was like no <laughs> cool man pian <laughs> great uh, so we have more comics on the show. I'm going to bring up one of them. This next comic, one of my favorites. Uh, absolutely will love it. When they stop by the show, please give a warm welcome to Georgia Brooks, everybody! Woo! Give it up for Rhea, everybody! Woo! Put this over here. Hello. Man, that pee shit. That pee shit? Who am I? Man, that pee shit! Um, was literally like the most relatable comedy I've seen in a minute. Um, speaking of relatable, boy, the rain. <laughs> it's not relatable for the podcast. It is if you live in Seattle, and I think that a lot of listeners live in Seattle. Um, this rain, man. <laughs> I, I feel like in LA, like the first two days of rain, everyone wants to cuddle, but like nothing breaks up an LA couple quicker than three days of rain. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, I can't do this anymore and you're not talented. <laughs> and we're on day five ish. <laughs> I'm gonna, I don't know if I'm allowed to do this, but I wanna tell you my peace story. <laughs> I think I'm allowed to do whatever I want, right? No confirmation. Okay. Um, I was just thinking that pee in the middle of the night thing. Like, when I was younger, not too much. 
I lived in my car. <laughs> More relatability. <laughs> um, I lived in my car, and one night, in the middle of the night, I had to pee, but, like, I lived in a car. Um, and I was like, I can ignore this. Obviously, I can ignore this. It got so bad that eventually I had to get in the front seat. Like, I crawled in, drove to Tim Hortons, parked the car... <laughs> And then by the time I went into Tim Hortons, I was walking like this. And now, if I have to pee, it just happens. It will ruin your life, um, being homeless. I feel like 2019 is already the longest year of my life. <laughs> my ex got engaged this year. I know. <laughs> Actually, two of my exes got engaged over the holidays, but this joke's just about one of them. <laughs> Congrats, Daniel. Nobody cares, okay? <laughs> cool. But my ex, other ex got engaged. And I was upset. I wasn't upset because I was jealous. Like, I'm not jealous. I don't care. Um, I just was upset because, like, I wanted to win. Right? Like, I wanted to be engaged first. I wanted to be happy first. <laughs> Even if you're not still into your ex, you want them to still be like, oh my God, I can never marry anybody but you. <laughs> and you're like, oh, sorry, I can't hear you over all these dicks wrapped in engagement rings. Sorry. What? Speak louder. <laughs> I, like, even enjoy running into my exes, you know? Like, we're on friendly terms. I'm always like, oh, my God, how are you? But then I immediately brag about something. I'm like, I'm great. Look, I have a beer. What? For who? <laughs> I was really upset about him getting engaged. But then I saw the ring. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> it's an heirloom. It's not even new. <laughs> it's like, you could have given that to anybody, including me. So whatever. <laughs> I just turned 30. Thank you. <laughs> um, I don't like it. Um, I mean, here's the thing. I know 30 is like not old. 30 is young. Um, but 30 is not old if you're successful. Like Rihanna, <laughs> why are you clapping? <laughs> you're like, that's right. I'm killing it. <laughs> what are you doing? I just turned 30 like yesterday. Oh. <laughs> um, happy birthday. What's your job? <laughs> I don't have one. Yes! Give it up! <laughs> that's fun. You're going to have a fun year. Um, <laughs> that's great. Do you not have a job because you're an heiress? No, I'm really sick. Oh, shit. Fuck me. You know what I mean? It's the worst. You're the worst. <laughs> no, I'm so sorry. Um, good, good luck with 30. <laughs> My joke's gonna be really relatable to you. Um, <laughs> no, please, I'm so thrilled you're here. Honestly, you're the only person I care about. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know if you know, well, I guess you were born in what, 89? Yeah. <laughs> I'm 88 because the year just turned. It's not because I'm lying. Um, Rihanna also turned 30 the, the same year as me. And it's like, with her, it's like, oh my God, Rihanna, like, you are so amazing. You did so much in just 30 years. But with me, it's like, um, did you even get out of bed in the last 30 years? <laughs> Who are you? We don't know you. 
Why are you here? <laughs> For me, 30 just means that I'm rolling my ankles a lot. <laughs> that and that now you can just come in me and it doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't. Try me. Nothing's going to happen. <laughs> It's only easy to get pregnant when you're 16, and that's why they make a show about it. (laughs) Nobody's making a show about a 30-year-old getting pregnant because you're like, I don't know how many episodes it's going to be. Like, what if something happened? (laughs) Might be a short season. I don't know. Happy birthday. Um, Do you guys like true crime? Okay, some women. (laughs) It's always women, but you guys weren't even proud of it. You're like, I fucking have to. I gotta know how I'm gonna be taken out, you know? That's why I like it. I'm always like, I wanna know what's gonna happen. I don't like surprises, unless it's a surprise party. Pretty into those. Don't like surprise attacks. That's where I'm at on it. Whenever you watch or listen to true crime like anything, there's always an interview with like, a person it's usually I said person but it's usually a woman and she or he is like you know ne- you just would never think something awful like that would happen in a town like this and I'm like oh why do men not live in your town <laughs> especially when it's a small town I'm like all of your husbands are alcoholics <laughs> like what are you talking about you're being crazy you're being so wild was it you did you kill because that'd be fun twist I'm so into true crime that I've listened to like so many of the shows and the podcasts that I had to move forward. I have a new addiction. My new addiction is that I now straight up just listen to a police scanner. It's exhilarating. (laughs) There's an app. You can listen to any city. At first, I was listening to like L.A., Burbank, like close to me, like what's coming. It's not good. Um... (laughs) Because L.A. is, like, too professional. There's all, they're always like, oh, we need a 4, 5, 6 now to the 9, 10, 11, 12. And I'm like, what the fuck? I don't know. You have to listen to smaller cities. That's where, it at, where it's at. <laughs> My favorite two cities, if you're going to do it, is Portland and Cincinnati. Those are the best. Because they just give you, like, everything you want to know. I heard one in Portland that was, the dispatcher was like, we're going to need somebody down to 98 Burnside Street. There is a woman in the middle of the street wearing a see-through slip, waving a machete. (laughs) And that's all you get to know. (laughs) Like, oh my God. Um, One time I was listening to Cincinnati. Here's the thing. Police scanners are great if you love true crime, but you also love hot gossip. I was listening to Cincinnati, and the dispatcher said, We're going to need somebody to get down to uh, 7920 Main Street. There's an apartment building there. You're going to need a code to get in. The code is 69257. You want to go up to the third floor, unit 309. There's a man there named Garrett Pinkney. He says he's going to kill himself because he's a loser who can't come. Better get there. (laughs) You're like, oh, my God. Okay, I got to go. Bye. Thank you so much. Hey, PYHT listeners, this week's episode is sponsored by Nurex. Imagine if you could chat with doctors anytime from your phone, get prescribed online, and get birth control delivered straight to your door every month with automatic refills. That's Nurex. 
the game-changing company that's here to make birth control easier. Nurex offers end-to-end care without ever having to leave your home. It means you go to fewer doctor's visits, you skip pharmacy lines, and you don't have to worry about picking up your refill every month. If you don't have insurance, it's very affordable. If you do have insurance, it could be completely free. So just head to their website or their app and answer a few health questions. They carry over 50 brands of birth control, so you can choose your go-to, or their medical team will help you find the best option for you. It's safe, secure, and HIPAA compliant. Go to nurx.com slash PYHT for a $20 credit and get birth control at your doorstep in less than a week. That's nurx.com slash PYHT. Georgia Brooks, everybody, let her hear it! Oh, that last one really got me. <laughs> on the five, six, seven. Also, that was good. I like to just comment on people's sets afterwards. You guys remember that part? That was that was really funny. I'm like everybody's mom, dad, or whatever. <clears throat> dad, mom. Who, who knows? I don't know. Those are the only genders I really like subscribe to. Is the friends of mine who call me my dog's mom and the friends of mine who call me my dog's dad. I'm like, you are the binary. <laughs> Both are true, <laughs> but which means none are. <laughs> Whatever. But speaking of police scanners, <laughs> I had to take a lift after my flat tire fiasco, and the, I got into the lift. And as you all know, because one eighth of you are fans of mine, um, <laughs> I like to sit in the front seat of a lift because I get car sick real easy. But I also like to chit chat, so. <laughs> I have a five-star rating on Lyft. I'm good at it. (laughs) Yeah, for real. I was saved by a Lyft driver once at a Beyonce concert, and he was like, you know why I waited for you? I was like, please tell me, Jesus. Do you know why I waited for you? He's like, because you have a five-star rating on Lyft. I would have never picked you. I was like, yes, it's all the chit-chat. Anyway, I got in the Lyft sat down the guy asked me how my day was and I was like well I mean I just gotta you know I give him like the tiniest thing I don't go into venting or purge mode I just say what's going on for me I was like how's your day and he's like do you mind if I'm on the phone (laughs) so he was already on the phone and I sat in the lift and I was like I felt so see like her overheard because I was and he was like I'm on the phone with my brother and then he was just on the phone for the whole ride and I don't know what language they were speaking it was either Russian or Armenian I don't know languages very well because I'm from Ohio (laughs) and they were having like a very long and stressful conversation but I had no idea what they were talking about and I kept rolling the window down because it was actually stressing me out emotionally because they're like (laughs) brothers having a brother conversation and I'm an only child so I was like this sounds like pain and it was but that's how siblings interact with each other sometimes and I kept rolling the window down and then he'd roll it back up and just turn the fan up a little bit more and I was like oh god (laughs) and then we got off the freeway they didn't even say anything that's because I was like look you don't know what they're saying but you can hear the emotion it's like three men and a baby it's not what you're saying it's the tone you use and then they just he just turned to me and goes that was my brother he's in Russia and I'm over here one of my other brothers like just starts telling me about his brothers and I was like what time is it in Russia and he's like 3 30 a.m they were what and he's like he has pigs and cows and rabbits you know that rabbits just had a bunch of where am I fascinating I I don't even use speakerphone in 
public areas. And that guy was just like, do you mind if I'm on the phone? I don't care. I'm going to keep talking. What's up, brother in Russia? (laughs) Mom sucks, right? (laughs) There's no ending to this. I've never talked about it before. So it's just going to slide into nothing. (laughs) Then I had to get a second lift. And I was like, hey, do you mind if I sit in the front? Because I always like to ask because I'm a gracious five-star lift passenger (laughs) for my next lift. And she goes... (laughs) Uh, so I was like, that's okay, I'll sit in the back. And then I sat in the back and she's like, what artist do you love the most, living or dead? <laughs> what weird talk show am I on? <laughs> Is this the reboot of Cash Cab? <laughs> if you were born in 89, you do not remember that show. Okay, we have more comedians and I need to bring them up. So I can't find an ending to this bit that I've never done before. And we'll just have to leave it where it is. I'm a five-star writing on Lyft. Keep it going. We have another comedian. I want you to keep clapping over me talking. That's what I want you to say. Give it up for Nick Vicky, everybody! Hey. How's it going? Does anyone else feel like they end up representing Game of Thrones ever? That was a brown hair guy joke. Um, Yeah, I'm in a weird stage in my career where I get recognized a lot from TV, but people have no idea what they know me from. So it goes from being like really exciting to really awkward. Because people are like, I know you. And I get excited. I'm like, oh, yeah. And they're like, what do I know you from? And then it gets weird because I'm supposed to kind of like sing and dance everything I've ever done. Like, ah, you recognize me, do you? Huh? You started this transaction. Like, what? You know, this one lady was like relentless. She kept having me name things. And she's like, no, I don't know you from that. I don't know you from that. I definitely don't know you from that. I was like, uh, she's like, wait a minute. You were in bad Santa, weren't you? I was like, he was black. Uh... <laughs> Uh, you don't know who I am. <laughs> but uh, now life is good. I'm, uh, I'm recovering from a broken arm, so that's kind of rough. Yeah. The worst thing about it is that I broke it dressed up like a penguin at a costume party. <laughs> Here's the thing. A lot of people wear ridiculous costumes, but people don't think about what they're going to look like crying in that costume. <laughs> All right? You need to think about what a penguin looks like crying as you put the wings on. You know, my wife sold it so hard. She's like, we're both little people. We should do it. It'd be ironic. Let's do it. In the bottom of my heart, I was like, I don't think we should be together anymore. (laughs) But I did it. And I was like, yeah, I've always wanted to be a penguin. You know, I'm trying to like be a team player. But I like, I didn't want to walk streets like in my penguin outfit. So like I had it in like a plastic bag. And so like I changed into the penguin like a homeless person outside the party. Like what, you guys never seen a penguin before? I just got in New York like for no reason. And I go in and I break my arm within a minute. I walk in, I get a drink. I'm like, I gotta use the restroom. Oh, this must be the bathroom, the open doorway. And I'm looking for the light switch and it's a piss black staircase. I just start falling down. And it's one of those falls you never know when you're done falling. Because it's dark. And I felt like because I was dressed like a penguin, people were rooting for me to fall. Like I could hear someone like, fall, penguin, fall. He's a penguin. He should slide. I was like, I will, but I don't want to. Ah, ah, ah. I'd spilled like the red drink all over the white part of my penguin belly. 
Now I'm at the bottom of the stairs. I'm yelling for help, but there's loud music, so no one can hear me. I'm like, penguin down! No one cares. I got to do like the sad penguin waddle up the stairs. Like, ah, ah, I see my wife. I just waddle straight at her. I'm like, ah, ah, ah. She's like, you are too into this penguin thing. It's like, yes, I'm a method penguin. Uh, we're newly married, which is cool. Uh, it's not much of a difference, though, because she's a little person, too, so people just thought we were married before. You know, like, I remember walking into a party one time. This guy's like, hey, your wife's in the corner. I was like, how do you know we know each other? We might not. As a matter of fact, it nailed it. Hey. Now I like having fun in the situation. People are like, is that your wife? I'm like, nope, she's my sister. But we lay together. And then I just walk backwards, and I don't break eye contact. See you. Yeah, she's the majority of my act now. So every time I do a joke that she's in, I have to run it by her for approval before I do it. But I always make her sound way better in the pre-joke. And then she sees it live and she's like, yeah, we're going to have to change that. I found out she's taller than me too because we live in the fourth floor of our apartment complex and I can't reach the button in the elevator to our floor. But I don't look at it like, oh, that stinks. I look at it like an adventure because every time I go in, I never know when I'm going to get to my floor. You know, And I have ADD too, so a lot of times I don't think about it. I just walk in and I'm like, oh, boom, adventure. So what I like to do is just put my face right next to the door so when the door opens up, I'm right there. And I just say, come on in. I've been waiting. But I found out that my wife was taller because I was in the elevator with my wife and my neighbor. My neighbor knows I can't reach the button on our floor, so he goes to push it. My wife stops him. She's like, no, no, no. I got it. I'm taller than him. I was like, whoa, shots fired for no reason. (laughs) Probably could just let him hit the button. Then I started thinking about it. It's kind of crazy. People get married for a lot of different reasons, like to get further ahead in life or for money. I'm literally marrying to get to my floor. I was like, I could have fun with this. And now when everyone in a fight, I'm like, baby, I love you, but you could be replaced by a stick. So calm down. She's funny, though. She's like, Nick, I love you, but you can also be replaced by a stick. She didn't approve of that. I'm just glad I met the right one for me, though. Like, I hated dating. I always felt like I had to be cool and funny. I remember sending this one girl text. I was like, me and you forever. Send. And she didn't respond, so I was like, ah, she probably thinks I'm crazy. Uh, better let her know I'm not crazy. It's like, by the way, I'm not crazy, just being funny. Send. Still no response. I waited a little bit. I was like, you know what? You're crazy. Boom, I'm sending that. There was eight more text messages. On the ninth one, I was like, listen, I'm outside your house right now with flowers and an engagement ring. By the way, if you ever want to see Mittens, your cat, again, you'll come outside and marry me, JK, LOL. We just got a new neighbor. Did you ever meet anybody who's so old they can only communicate in stories? That's how old my neighbor is. All the small talk goes out the door and boom, story. I met him. I was like, hey, what's up, man? My name's Nick. I'm your neighbor. He's like, I'll tell you about Korea. He's like, I don't know if I want to know because I don't know how to fight, you know? Like, I tried learning how to fight. I took boxing lessons, but I got them off a Groupon, you know, so... They didn't work out. Basically, my, my trainer only had one eye. I showed up. I was like, ooh, uh, teach me most of what you learned, minus losing your eye. You know? And then he got real intense. He's like, Nick, put your arms out straight. So I put him out. He's like, Nick, your arms look go perfectly straight, so I don't think you ever become a professional fighter. 
I was like, dude, what about me says I'm trying to be a professional fighter? I'm trying to stay in shape here, man. He's like, but you know what, man? If you're ever in a dangerous situation, you just like, gotta just like lean in and just hit him with everything you got. But you don't got a lot, you know, so that, that might not work. You should just probably run, you know? He's like, actually, that's the worst idea because he'll catch you. Uh, you know what? I'm sorry. I can't help you. I was like, what? But your website says you can teach all people to defend themselves. He's like, yeah, but I'm going to change that to some. I was like, so there's nothing you can teach me? He goes, hope. I go, hope? Hope for what? He goes, hope nothing happens. I was like, dude, I, that's too philosophical for me, man. I want my money back. He's like, all right, no, 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 I got you. I got you. You know what? You should just start carrying a gun, all right? I was like, what kind of boxing lesson is this? And what kind of life do you think I'm living where all of a sudden I need a gun? My life is not that serious. I like watching football. I'm not going to be at a party like, yo, son, what? What'd you say about the Giants, son? What? I took boxing lessons. I will shoot you. All right, guys, thank you very much. Have a great night. I forgot to tell all of you that I beat a man at pinball last night. I just wanted to share that. He was very upset about it, but in a very internal way. You know, one of those ways. It was really, he was being very nice. He was showing us the specifics of this. I've gotten really into pinball. Anybody else super into pinball? <laughs> wow. More people are into pinball than the concept of me running for president. <laughs> pinball 2020, I guess. I get it. They've got more bells and whistles. I've just like enjoyed playing it because it's very straightforward and once you like I didn't understand pinball before because I was always playing you know arcade video games you know and that shit is also confusing because I'm not a video game person but I got into pinball because you're like once you figure it out it's very rewarding like immediately and I was playing the Beatles Platinum Edition yeah for the pinball people they're like oh for everybody else they're like shut up idiot let's go <laughs> But he was like showing, because it, it has like some weird gameplay. So he was like, you want me to, I'll play with you guys. And you know, he's actually being a very chill dude. Um, so that means he like, like wasn't maybe playing at his highest level. And I got like 16 million on my run. And then it got to him and he was like, I could just see it in his eyes. Like he turned into like a five-year-old and was like, this, this can't happen. <laughs> but then it did. I totally kicked his ass. <laughs> it was so great. And he was like, I mean, uh, you know, good game. <laughs> and look, it's not a gender thing. It just totally is. Because, <laughs> like, I'm a non-binary person, so I, like, don't, I don't do, I do all of them, and I don't do any of them. So, like, technically, like, I'm not, like, a girl is not kicking his ass, but in his mind, a girl just kicked his ass. So, a girl just kicked his ass. I'm not going to argue with him about that. I'm not going to be like, actually, a girl did not kick your ass. I'm not giving you that. I'm not going to take that away. Great. Two more comics left on the show. Are you excited? Keep that energy up for this next comedian. You might know him from Mystery Science Theater. Give it up for Hampton Young, everybody. Rock. Where did they go? 
Listen, I love you, but you're gonna have to earn it. Um, hi. <laughs> One person, hi. <laughs> Just me and them. You all can listen to this conversation, but you'll be eavesdropping. <laughs> listen, I don't talk to enough people <laughs> in a day. <laughs> this is the first time I've talked to this many people <laughs> today. <laughs> Thank you. I just, I feel like I spend most of my day online, right? Like, I'm on Facebook 25 hours a day, <laughs> just getting all the facts, getting all the facts, getting in my brain. <laughs> and I just feel like at this point, like Facebook is just for the elderly. Like, I don't... <laughs> Does anyone else get this, this feeling from Facebook? Because here's the thing. Every time, every morning when I get up and I get on Facebook, Facebook is just like, Do you remember this? <laughs> Do you remember this memory? <laughs> like, am I, am I dying? Like, why are you... <laughs> Do you remember when you had dreams and you weren't dying on your own? <laughs> Click like. <laughs> They're probably killing us, right? <laughs> Facebook, right? Didn't, that, didn't Mark Zuckerberg just testify in front of Congress? He's like, yeah, we're basically killing you all. Like, cool. See you tomorrow. <laughs> See you next day. Look, I, like you, don't like stand-up comedy. <laughs> Don't want to be here. <laughs> I get it. The problem is I have no backup plan. <laughs> I've invested way too much into this career since I'm 20 years old. I'm 34 now. This is crazy. Like when I started out, I was always like, "Oh, I'll, I'll join the army if things if things don't work out." I'll join the army. And now I'm like 34. They won't fucking have me. Like, look, no. They're not going to take me. I'm too much of a coward. <laughs> like, I'm an openly coward individual. <laughs> That's how I identify a coward. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like... People, also now, it also doesn't even seem like appetizing at all. Like, the army seems so fucking crazy, right? Like, people leave the army where they'll be like, they never train you how to come home. It's like, you can't leave any other job that way. Just be like, they never train you how to not deliver the pizzas. They never show you that video. They never show you how to stop making gorditas. <laughs> One night I tried to come home and hug my baby, but I just made him into a crunch wrap burrito. <laughs> ah! Wish I could lose this programming. <laughs> it's not the same. Yeah, I guess I'll give it one more shot. 
because of you, the believers. <laughs> the real fans of comedy. I like living in LA. Uh, I like that it's like crazy, like egocentric here. And like it even trickles down to like the local newscasters. Like the local newscasters always have to do this like kind of like cute way into the news. Like they never just start the news, they have to find a fun way into it. Don't just be like, eeny, meeny, miny, mo, catch a tiger in your neighborhood? <laughs> a local zoo has. <laughs> what? Is a tiger loose? You can just mention a missing tiger. You don't have to be coy about your news. <laughs> be like, me Chinese, me play joke, me put poison in your coke? Tragedy strikes Beijing today. Seven dead. Too horny. <laughs> All right, one more. <laughs> Knickknack, paddywhack, give a dog a gun and a badge? Today marks the worst mass shooting in American history. As Professor Bagels entered the <laughs> comedy club, <laughs> wherever's next. I don't know. I should put a cool-ass incubus poster up here. <laughs> Wasted space. As far as I feel. Hi, y'all. Woo! Yeah. Not you! <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> this is how you get banned. Anyway. <laughs> I don't want to, mm, second thought, don't do that. Um, how does Staples own an arena? Like, they barely own Staples. <laughs> Every time I go into a Staples to buy one envelope, but I, I don't know why. It's always like, I'll see like a Target employee hiding behind the racks, like, don't tell anyone I'm here. <laughs> How you getting that arena money? Well, I was done minutes ago. <laughs> now you're all kind of just experiencing a thing? <laughs> Look, I wrote my... Uh, That's the set. There you go. <laughs> All right, look. <laughs> I just wrote reality for one joke. Okay, here's... <laughs> I think this is interesting. Basically, like, scientists right now, like Elon Musk or a lot of scientists are basically... <laughs> what? He is? Fuck you! You <laughs> went to more school than... I don't know. Anyway, so... A bunch of scientists are always like positing that basically like maybe reality isn't happening. Maybe it's all just like a simulation that computers have come up with. And I love that because it's really it's really like scientists just tapping out and be like, "You know what? Maybe it's all just a dream." <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's all just a robot's dream. <laughs> We're all just living inside of that dream. 
He's like, no, we need, we need solutions. No, it's a dream. <laughs> no, like, how are you going to give, like, water to Flint? No, it's a dream. I'm pretty sure we're in a robot's dream. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I was raised in a really, like, closed-minded place, right? It was, like, rural Virginia, uh, miles away from any city. <laughs> And we ha when I went to school, we had an abstinence-only sex education, which I don't believe in. I don't like, right? Because the idea there is they're like, well, kids won't get pregnant if they're not told how to have sex. <laughs> it's like, yeah, kind of. Like, in the same way, like, you could cure diarrhea by spackling your asshole shut <laughs> with wet cement. You're just going to have, like, a way worse problem. Like, hey, man, how's that diarrhea going? You know what? It's all great. No diarrhea, just uh, crying a brown liquid, and my insides feel like they're on fire, but none of that diarrhea. <laughs> and then they did, they did a, a test, a study, about you know kids who participate in all of these abstinence-only sex education programs, and they found out that kids who participate in the, like, you know, Promise Ring Foundation, are three times more likely to engage in anal sex. <laughs> Which is adorable. <laughs> you know, it's just like Jurassic Park. You know, nature finds a way. Kids will find that loophole. They'll fuck it. You guys have been great. <laughs> have a great night. Thank you very much for your time. I laughed very hard when he said Elon Musk was a scientist. <laughs> he is a scientist in the way that we are all scientists, in that often we think about science, and some of us have money. He just has, like, a lot of it. I'm not shitting on... I just... He built a hole, a private hole, for you to drive his cars through. That was his solution for public transportation. <laughs> that is a dum-dum. That is a rich dum-dum. That's a very rich, rich dum-dum. I'm sorry. It's also like on the cover of Wired magazine. It's just like, what is this guy? Like, what, did you all go to his keg party? And you're just like, whatever. Okay, anyway, we have one comic left. I don't need to go on any Elon Musk tirade, but like, God damn it. Every time I'm behind one of those cars, it's like all I can do to not like ram my 20-year-old fucking gas-guzzling station wagon up their fucking ass like an abstinence-only program! Ah! The metaphor, it's a turducken of metaphor of bullshit that I don't like. Anyway, okay. We have one comic left. Are you excited? I certainly am. This next comic, you are going to see them on HBO's Two Dove Queens next Friday, but you're seeing them right now, right here. Give it up for Marcelo Aguilo, everybody! What up? You guys are as pumped as I am, or what? I'm fully depressed. Um, I'm wearing my pajamas on stage, guys. It never happens. You're getting this real special fucking treat. Um, keep it going for all the comics you saw. 
Um, my name's Marcella. I'm very tall for a woman. I. That's not the joke, ma'am. Um, yikes. We learned a lot about you. Um, I uh, get mistaken for a man all the time. Like, today is a really good day that I would get mistaken for a man because I'm dressed like this. And uh, these, are bo- these are boys' sweatpants. Um, this is men's uh, shirt. Um, i masking for it, you know? And um, <laughs> I, so it didn't happen today, but uh, it happened a couple weeks ago. And I called my homegirl up and I was like, oh, I just got mistaken for a man again. And she was like, Marcella, you don't look like a man. I was like, first of all, bitch, that's not what I said. Okay. Second of all, my own mother has said that I'm dressed down. I look exactly like my father. And that when I'm in a dress, I look exactly like my father in a dress. Uh, my mother said that to my face. Hey, Marcella, you look just like your dad. Um, I was like, that's not what I wanted to hear after putting on this gold dress, but okay. Um, I am an alpha female, or as my mom pronounces it, single. (laughs) My mom is mean to me. Um, But it's true what they say, all the good men are married, gay, or Uh, (laughs) 5'6". My neck hurts just thinking about it. If you're listening at home, I'm six chill. I already said it, but they might have forgot. You know, she didn't for sure. Still really upset about that. Um, I met my childhood best friend's uh, newborn recently. It was so she's so fucking cute. She's so little. I'm, I feel very uncomfortable holding newborns because I'm like all angles. You never held a newborn before. Don't do it if you're skinny. It's very scary. <laughs> They don't want to be held by you. They're like, this isn't a a body. (laughs) I'm like, neither are you. And I start crying. Anyways, so I was holding my my childhood best friend's baby in my arms. And her mom's like, Marcella, you look so good holding a baby. You should have one. That's what she said. You look so good holding a baby. You should. I was like, first of all, bitch, I look good good holding a baby because I look good, period. You you should see me have an abortion. Um... Breathtaking. Uh, literally taking someone's breath. It's beautiful. Um, yeah. <laughs> and look, it's not that I uh, it's not that I don't want to be a parent, okay? People whenever I talk like that, people are like, Oh, you don't want to be a parent. And it's not that I don't want to be a parent. Uh, I just I think people take mothers for granted. Mother, mothering is a thankless job. I also just don't fit under the umbrella of what a good mother is. I have a drinking problem. I'm verbally abusive. I'm self-centered. What I'm saying is I'd make a great father. <laughs> Got her. She was not laughing at anything. Um, abusive father. Nailed it. Everybody's got something. Um... <laughs> I, uh, oh, her, her mom was also like, because when she said that, I was like, you know, I need a boyfriend first. And she was like, oh, you just need to find a nice, rich guy with a good job who loves his family, who's religious, who's going to treat you so well. I was like, he sounds like he has a small dick. Um, <laughs> a lot of small dicks in the crowd tonight. 
That's all I heard. <laughs> I don't know what side that was on. We don't have the time to figure it out. Um, getting older means um, uh, finally realizing which uh, Disney character you really are. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, over the holiday. I was watching Beauty and the Beast with my niece. I love that movie. I have that movie memorized front to back. We're watching the movie. There's something sweet and almost kind. But he was mean and he was coarse and unrefined. I was like, I'm mean. I'm coarse. I'm unrefined. I'm the beast. And I was like, no, 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 I'm being crazy. Let me not. And we just kept watching. I was like, I too slurp my oatmeal. <laughs> and I look great in a blue suit. Um, I'm the beast. I also think... Uh, for those that aren't, you don't know where you're at, everybody has a pairing, uh, like the Kardashians or Ariel. This, this, bitch, this bitch changed her body to be with a man. That's the Kardashians. <laughs> you guys don't like that joke. <laughs> I think a woman gets to choose whatever she... Oh, shut up. <laughs> I hate them. Um... I, uh, I hate inspirational quotes. Anybody else? Yeah, I fucking hate them. I really started to hate them um, right after my dad passed away. After my dad passed away, I was scrolling through Instagram, and uh, I saw the inspirational quote, uh, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. I'm like, did this inspirational quote just call my dad a weak-ass bitch? <laughs> what the fuck? And then it, on, on the, the day, on the funeral... At the funeral, everybody kept coming up to me. They like, oh, my dad died at 65. They're like, oh, the good always die young. The good always die young. I was like, what kind of diabolical shit is my 96-year-old grandma up to? <laughs> Where is Betty White right now, you know? What is she doing? Um, well, you really like, what was it? What inspirational quote do you hate? Because you really like, you fell over on that one. Oh, yuck. Are you guys dating? No. You're friends. That's why you could be that mean to him. <laughs> what, what did you just post recently? Fuck no. If you don't know it off the top of your head, it's not worth it. He's like, let me pull it up. I'll give you my IG handle. <laughs> You're a fucking shit face. I can see it. Is that a pink sweater and a beard? No, thanks. Not into it. Uh, the other inspirational quote uh, that I saw, that was actually a very beautiful inspirational quote. Uh, I believe Ava DuVernay was wearing it, and she said, I am my ancestors' wildest dreams, which is a beautiful quote uh, for black Americans. Um, but I read that, and, and I'm not. I'm, I'm Latina by way of the Middle East. I'm a loud, opinionated, childless woman. I am my ancestors' worst nightmares. <laughs> You're just like looking down at me like, is that a man? Um, they hate me. I, uh, I, people think I'm white. I'm not, I'm white passing. The difference between what, being white and white passing is that I would never put my parents in a nursing home. Um, <laughs> good, 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 good. You don't like that joke. You're offendo-normative. I have this new word I've created. I intend to get it in the dictionary at some point. 
it's offendonormative. It's people who are offended on behalf of others at the wrong time. Just like you don't, you're just so quick to be offended and upset that we're not moving forward as, as a society. No progress. People have to progress from someplace. Progress means moving forward from, a, from you know, the bottom. And offendonormative people get offended by every fucking thing. Uh, you know who doesn't get offended by what you call them? Crackheads. <laughs> they don't. They're like, yeah, I'm a crackhead. You got crack? No. Get the fuck out of my face. They don't give a shit. <laughs> but one day, you know damn well some white feminist is going to be like, you can't call them crackheads. They are baking soda connoisseurs. All right. My name's Marcella. Great, you guys. Bye. Keep it going. Marcella Aguello, everybody, let her hear it. She also has an album out right now called Woke Bully. You should buy that shit right now. I've been Rhea Butcher. This is our show. We'll be back next week. Have a good one. Put your hands together. 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 Get ready to laugh. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Get ready to clap. Your hands together. Put your hands together. Imagine ordering and chatting with doctors online to get birth control delivered right to your door every month. That's Norex, a company that's here to make getting birth control easier. Norex means fewer doctor's visits, skipping pharmacy lines, and automatic refills that you don't have to think about. It's very affordable, the most affordable option out there without insurance, and could be completely free with insurance. Go to nurx.com slash pyht for a $20 credit. Hey, this is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season three has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, season three is a great jumping on point. And we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Eight nights. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen <coughs> me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins yeah. has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I mean, Jazos. <laughs> ruler of the eighth circle. And that's just the beginning. Season three of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.